West Africa diaspora. Number one commercial free online. Radio only on HD. Hello everybody. Good evening. This is Kuli the Cool Man. Kuli Ntlapo over here at Umbani Radio. Downtown Denbury, Connecticut. And I don't have my sidekick today. Sipo is not available. He's at home somewhere. Nursing whatever illness that he has. You know how it is man. On the weekend sometimes. Guys like Sipo you know they are DJs. So what they do is they go out there. And they DJ after the gig. Then they start drinking. And then just never stop. So unfortunately we had work to do so he didn't show up. But anyway, I got you guys. I got you. I'm uh, um, going to be your DJ tonight. So let me know how do I do. Uh, so basically, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is Umbani. Umbani Radio Live from downtown Denbury, Connecticut. We are South Africans. It's a diaspora community of Africa of down south. And we actually produce a show that we do in a weekly basis. And thank you fully for us we got the wonderful people of kbmf who gave us a chance to actually give it to you guys and bring it to you guys and tell you about our lives and things that are going on in our lives uh, so our show today this is how it's gonna go so our first topic that we always talk about is the things that go on in our area and the things that go on in our lives so ubuntu which is humanity uh, basically anything that involves humanity especially the africa diaspora community and then after that i have the mix for you of which normally is a dj bushu mix but i got it for you guys i got some music i won't tell you what kind of bangers you have i'm gonna leave it as a surprise and even if i do most of you don't know about this music what i got tonight is something really 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 special it's something really 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 special that i want to put out there all right so and then we're gonna finish up with the positive note by ndate ndate is really good too uh, because i really like uh what he does with the positive note because when he bring it to you guys uh he actually tell you guys what is it about and the things that are going on in people's lives and try to relate it uh, to make sure that people you know the spirit need to be uplifted whether it's in the morning or it's in the evening it doesn't matter you need your spirit your spirit to be uplifted all the time the reason is there's so much negativity in this world so you cannot expect people to be at the upbeat all the time so that's why we brought in that over because every wednesday he give you the positive note and he tell you about what he thinks in terms of life in general and i enjoy that part so anyway ladies and gentlemen right into it let me start hello 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 this is safe for tomorrow you're listening to umbani all right so babes otumode which is a wonderful lady from south africa i'm not gonna say too much about that lady uh because lately she's not been doing great in the news she's been all over the internet for the wrong things because she said some stuff that were not holy things that she should have not said about another person you know you know how the internet is nowadays the internet is crazy man if you say something regardless what the other person said if you are more popular than the other person or you're known more than the other person you just gonna open up a can of worms that you're not gonna like if you speak from the heart so you gotta watch what you say so anyway enough of babes or tomorrow so uh ladies and gentlemen i just want to talk about something that i thought it would be important for the show today a lot of people my goodness why do i have so much allergies man are killing me so i've been like uh, blowing my nose uh, all day because of allergies yep yeah, that was me 
um, apologies, but I had to because otherwise I can't talk. So that's just the reality of it. But anyway, what I wanted to start from is that people have always often asked, you know, you are in America and uh, how it all got started. You know, how did you end up in this country? You know, and uh, there's so many things that you can tell them, but sometimes, you know, there's no any shorter version. So today I'm going to try to to do a shorter version of Cooley coming to America. And as you know, the new coming to America movie, Eddie Murphy, is coming up soon. Actually in production right now. But anyway, this is not what we're talking about. Coming to America, Cooley's version. So, you know, growing up in Africa, there's so many things. And one of the things that is so important for people who unfortunately uh, they either don't have um, a set culture or they don't belong to a particular uh, principles of a daily basis it's hard to sometimes explain things like what is culture and i'm not gonna say that these people who are like that like i know them but i do sometimes question when somebody asks okay how are you different than me well, how am I different than you is the way I was raised and where I'm from. Africa is a very, very unique place on its own. And one of the things that Africa is good at, to me, was to teach me how to be a man. And not just a man, but somebody who contributes to the society in this world. How am I contributing to the society? I'm raising two wonderful kids that I'm very proud of. And another thing too, I have certain principles uh, that I live by of which I link directly to my culture. So growing up in Africa, one of the things that was very uh, difficult was that I actually didn't get a chance to be with my parents all the time until the age of like 10. The reason is, uh, you know, a lot of communities in Africa, there was a... Uh, you know, there's a lot of, the jobs are centralized. So what do you mean about jobs are centralized? Imagine if you were living in Butte, Montana, and you can't get a decent job. In order for you to go get a decent job, you have to go to Seattle, Washington, or Las Vegas. So now you can actually, well, there's people who are doing that right now, but I'm just coming back to my situation. So now, you can actually think that the person who's going to be that far away from their family, so they cannot take their kids with them to, to where they work. Because most of these were not professional jobs or labor jobs. So it's either you're working in a construction company, you're working in the mine, you're working in some sort of a building as a security or a cleaner or some sort. Okay. My parents in this situation, my dad was a truck driver. Okay. So... And my mom, at the time, I think she was working for Coca-Cola, Coca uh, the, the beverage company. And it was, I, I don't know the whole story. I mean, I've never sat down with them and talked to them how they came up to the decision to, to leave me with the grandparents and they go over there. But anyway, I'm not going to question it because I understand. And sometimes we as children, we don't need to question everything our parents have to do. We just got to accept that they were doing it for us and for the betterment of us. They were looking for the best interest for us. So in this case, they were looking for the best interest for me. So my grandma, who passed away last year, uh, was the one that raised me. 
kwenene. Uh, you know, when my grandma raised me, there were so many things. We're living in the in a farm. This is like a tribal land, so it's like in a village. So the most important thing is that you wake up in the morning and you, you know, you you actually go milk the cows. And this is not like you're using some sort of a machine. You have to use your own hands. So they had to teach me all that in the in the in the tender age. So probably I was like four when I started to learn all these things. At five, I was starting to get better. You know what I mean with my strength and all of that. At six, I'm already doing it on my own. Six, seven. Or whatever it might sound exaggerated but anyway if you grow up in an environment like a farm a village where things need to be done manually you grow up faster that's just the way it is so anyway growing up into that environment that's what all i learned i never grew up reading a book or have somebody read a book for me when i go to sleep but you know what? I turned out okay because my grandma, she knew she has never been to college. So she has never been to school. So she has never stand up in front of somebody and learn the A, B, C, D, E. So she didn't know how to read or write. And one of the things that she had to learn, like in South Africa, they have money color coded. So basically a lot of people who never got education. So what do they do? They know money by color. So my grandma was one of those people. She's pretty good at it. She was pretty good at it. Rest in peace, grandma. But anyway, grew up in that environment. So what it taught me is character. Okay. So how to be disciplined, respect and all of that. And my grandma will pound it to me. Make sure that I go to school all the time. At times, you know, it will sound like I was being abused because I wanted to be home all the time. You know. But she wanted me to get an education so that I can know how to read or write and be able to help them. So anyway, at the later age, then I had to live with my parents. Yari, 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 went to high school and ended up going to college. So when I was in college, because of time, I can't tell the whole story. So when I was in college, that's when I started to think about, okay, I would love to go to America. Why did this come about? Okay, that's a very good question because a lot of people think about this. Okay, we are in Africa. You carefree. You're having fun. Why America? What make you think that coming to America would have been something that you want to do? Well, this is how it works. So when I actually grew up, a lot of uh, things that were on TV, okay, this is may sound really funny to other people, but, you know, you grew up, the first thing that you used on TV, that was SABC1, which is South African Broadcasting Company, so they owned all the channels for the TV. One of the things that they used to put out there is a lot of American stuff, like bold and beautiful days of our life, you know, yeah, sitcoms like Family Matters and all of those, and, and a lot of cowboy movies. That's why I enjoy a lot of cowboy stuff. People think that I'm weird, but listen, man, I grew up a lot of me watching a lot of cowboy movies you know they were all out there but anyway so i've always been curious why is these things made why are these people talking differently than me how is this why are they talking differently but the one thing i learned is that these people are from totally different place than i've, I've ever been and why is this place is america so at the time too you know a lot of magazines and stuff when they talk about america talk about the you know the new york city and all of those places so i started to dream big and one of the books that i read in high school which was called uh, uh Cro crocodile burning uh, it was talking about the big apples so they came to new york to perform this guy and he wrote a book about that how interesting new york was how he enjoyed america so anyway it grew on me 
So I met uh, in college a much a teacher that uh, a professor that actually cared about you know people uh, pursuing their dreams. So what she did is that she started to tell me about I internships. You know, do you want to go to this internship? Is it something that is you would like to do? Do you want to do this? You want to do that? So when she used to say that to me, it used to make me think. Okay, well, I guess I have options to go to America. So. And another question that always come by, how did your parents feel about this? Well, my parents, actually, to be honest with you, it's not like they didn't care about me, but they wanted the best of me. What, what they want, they've always said, is that, you know, so meaning that if you want something that you may want to enjoy, you might have to go somewhere else and get it, okay? Because things that are around you, they are normalized as things that you grew up knowing. So sometimes go outside there and show us something different. So that, that was always in my mind. So anyway, they're okay with that. So an internship for Disney World in Florida came up and we were all in there. And I'm telling you, there was like more than 60 people that uh, showed up for the interview my day the day that i came for the interview because they had several days that were doing interviews so the day that i came in the line was long and when i came through you know sometimes certain things just kind of influence your life somehow okay listen to this i already told you that i used to like a lot of cowboy movies and since i'm a fan of the cowboys now the Cowboys, the team. No, 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 no. I'm American now. I live in America. And I tell you what, I'm a Charger fan. I don't like the Cowboys. Just put it out there. Cowboys are not my team. I'm a Charger fan all through and through. But anyway, go Bulls. Anyway, so when I went to the interview, it was... Um, pretty interesting to me because first of all i showed up at eight o'clock and by the time they call me in they call me in around about 2 p.m so i've been waiting all this time okay i had to wait so when i showed up i was pretty tired and another thing i was thinking about is that these guys have been they've had lunch they've had breakfast they've been talking to all of these people why would they choose me like i mean honestly speaking why would they choose me uh, but you know what I had to come up with a plan. So my plan was, okay, I need to stand out here. Of which that's something that I have to credit my education in South Africa that in college when they used to teach us about going out there and get a job, especially in my third year in college, they always emphasize standing up. I mean, standing out, standing out, standing out, standing out. So I had to figure out how to stand out because I'm thinking these people are tired now. They're probably going through the emotions now. They already have the list of people they want. So this guy who was one of the people that was talking, I think his name was Bill. I can't remember. It's been such a long time. This was back in 2002, ladies and gentlemen. So it is a long time ago. But anyway, and he started speaking. And you know, those twangs from South, from the South, they kind of pop up. And I was like, I think I've heard people talk like this. So you know what? when it was time for me to ask them questions so this is was my question i said i asked the guy i said you from texas and uh, the guy kind of looked at me because at the time they were like writing because you know for sure that they are asking now is there anything you would like to, you would like to ask us so it is basically they are done with the interview they have made their decision they know what they're talking about 
I said no, but I would have loved to. I said okay. I asked him. I said, "Are you from Texas?" He said, "No, actually, I'm from South Carolina, but I do live in Texas." Uh, why are you asking me this? I said, "Well, I just pick up the accent." He's like, "Wait, man, have you been to America?" I said, "No, I watch a lot of cowboy movies." And he's like, wait a minute. He put his feet up and he's like, do tell. What's your favorite cowboy movie? You know what? When somebody, well, you know, I, I'm not a big in Christianity and religion, but I will tell you what God was flipping a chart for me right there. And I tell him, I said, you know, I'm a big fan of the spaghetti westerns. So the one I like the most is the good, the bad, and the ugly. But another thing too, I'm young. So I really do enjoy very much. I enjoy very much of Clint Eastwood, Live and Live. Uh, um, uh, what is that guy? Walakai, the one that has died now. Um, I forgot his name. But anyway, I enjoy a lot of those guys. And Frank Sinatra did a few movies too that I really enjoy. So, and he was like, oh, you really are a cowboy fan. I'm like, yeah, I really do enjoy cowboy movies. And he's like, you know what? Uh, Texas would be perfect for you. I said, well, you know what? I am also very interested in culture and everything. And America is like a port of all this melting culture. So it would be perfect for me. And the other two people are, are, are quiet at the time. Now they're looking at this exchange and they're hearing me talking to this guy about cowboy movies. And this one lady, this one lady, she was from Iowa. She was like, wait a minute, have you ever... Uh, seen anything about Iowa. I'm just curious now. We seem to know a lot about America. And I said, no, I've not, I don't know anything about Iowa, but I remember that when they were doing the Caucasus, which is uh, when they're doing it for the, poly for the politics, I said, I remember that the Iowa Caucasus is big. Oh my God, she was pleased. She was so interested in me now. So I turn all these people now to talking to me. So our conversation that was supposed to be like, what, less than five minutes? It ended up being 10 minutes. So I doubled the time, doubled the interest. I live over there with a big smile in my face, feeling good. But you know what, man? I'm, I'm one of those people to always understand that you got to leave a little room for disappointment. So I knew that, you know, things might not turn for me. Things might turn against me. So I had to sit there and wait. But I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, that day when I received that phone call, it was like at 6 a.m. South African time. No, 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 that was another phone call. But I got the, the first phone call that these guys called me. It was late at night. Uh, basically, they were about to close maybe around 3 p.m. in America and it was late at night and I was asleep. I got a phone call. The lady talked like with an American accent and she's like, congratulations. I was like, pa, 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 pa. I'm going to America I had to call all of my friends that very same night, my parents and everything. And they were really excited for me. So it's a long story. I can tell you guys about it maybe on the next show because of course I only have an hour and I still have music to, to talk about. But anyway, let me tell you something. 
it wasn't all just a piece of cake. I had to go through certain things too to get to the level that I get in. But one thing that I learned is that because I wanted to live somewhere else and learn something from somewhere else, so I needed to be better myself as a human being. I had to be better myself as a person. I need to be better for myself as a student so that I can understand that all of those things eventually they add value to who I am. So, but anyway, I'm not the kind of a person that is a preacher that is preaching. I'm just going to moving on to another subject. But thank you for listening to me about uh, me coming to America because that is interesting to me. But anyway, these allergies are killing me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. But anyway, so the next the next thing I still have for you guys, I still have a lot of mix. Is a DJ, uh, Well, it's not a DJ Bush mix today. It's Coolest Mix. And then I will also have the positive note within that day. There's a lot of music coming up for you guys. So I want to talk about something that um, has been going on in the internet. Just a little highlights of what's going on in the internet. Uh, there is so many things that are going on in the internet in Tanzania. They say there was a tanker explosion. Victims uh, were buried. And they, they were trying to recover fuel. A lot of people died. About 71 people were killed. Uh, tanker explosion, which is um, a, a fuel tanker that exploded somewhere in the country of Tanzania. Uh, rest in peace to all the people that were affected. Sorry about that. And then uh, moving on to another story that is on the news. Uh, there's a young man of which that bring me to the story of this... Um, internet sensations not everybody out there in the internet is making money and people sometimes they forget that not everybody out in the internet is making money and those sometimes who are making money they are not giving it to the people that they are due for so there is this kid from africa uh, his name is Ka uh, kakaman well is kakaman is k-a-c-a-m-a-n and he's a YouTube star, so he was making a lot of jokes on YouTube, and he just died of malaria. And uh, he was actually a YouTube sensation. There was a lot of people that were really following him on YouTube. Um, I do have a uh, little bit of an order just to give you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just so that you can understand the kid I'm talking about so you know who he is. Uh, his name is uh, Kakaman, and he's from... Um, the country of Burundi and he just passed away. I just want to play a little audio about him. Um, he, this kid is really, really funny, but um, unfortunately, I don't have anything that is um, English. But he was making a lot of waves on uh, social media with his comedic, uh, with his comedic vibes. <laughs> This is one of those videos that basically he just makes like a lot of sketches and uh, with a bunch of adults. So, uh, well, 
His name is Kakaman and uh, rest in peace to the young man. Uh, the thing is why I was playing this video is that sometimes when we see these things happening over here on social media, we're like, oh, so-and-so has got 100,000 views on social, I mean, on YouTube. Doesn't necessarily mean that uh, those are, you know, they can be translated into cash. Some of these people are not making any money at all. So like this little kid, man, gave a lot to the comedy experience of uh, Rwanda, no, Burundi, but he still didn't get anything. So that's part of life, though. You know, we just have to be careful uh, when we actually give our kids to partake in this comedic experience or to any of these YouTube videos or any kind of sketches that we understand that the people that are taking the video might be making money out of it and you are not. So we need to be very careful about that stuff. We need to be very, very careful. No joke. Uh, anyway, um, that was part of the news that are going on. I just wanted to bring a highlight into that. So anyway. Uh, is that time of the day where I have to introduce my mix because, uh, you know, I'm not that bad too. You know, I, I know a thing or two when it comes to music. It's not just DJ Bush who know the music. Cooley can do some music too. Body Radio US Africa Diaspora. N number one commercial free online. Radio only on HD. So anyway, I'm going to just uh, start my music mix and um, I've got quite a few guys and this is some music in Africa that a lot of people, especially all over the world, they are not familiar with the music of Estratamia because a lot of this music is not being paid attention to. It's Al Capella, ladies and gentlemen. It's called Al Capella. Sheng um, Shabalala with the Bladesmith Black Mambas who have won so many Grammys. Uh, they've done this music and showed it to the world. So anyway, let me start right away with the King Star Brothers, Babi Libatatu. Sisulu, awe, sisulu, awe, sisulu, 
Kingstar Brothers And I've got another one right here Zulu Messenger Zamalungelo
is sick today. Her classes will be taken over by Mr. Kunene. Ms. Masambuga would like volunteers for the end of term concert. She'll be in the music room after school today. Is that all right? Right, right. Right, Principal. Right. 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 Tell me, put 
That was some music right there. That was some music. King Ganazoma and before then we had James uh, James Black featuring Mavula. Hey, you know what? Somebody in South Africa need to get me in touch with Mavula, man. I would still like to interview that guy, man. Yo, Mavula is something else, man. His voice and everything. Hey, Ganazoma has been around in this group. has been around for a while, man. They've been around back since back, 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 back. I was in primary school, I think. They're still doing it. They're still doing it. And they're always doing it. So the song was Obama. And ladies and gentlemen, so at uh, the time of the night when we have to say goodbye. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much to KPMF for giving us this opportunity. Umbani Radio Live uh, is on Facebook. Umbani Production is available on uh, YouTube. And we are all the other social medias. Umbani Radio. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm going to take all the ropes and hand them over to Ntate to finish up the show with the positive note. Thank you. Umbani Radio US Africa Diaspora. N- number one commercial free online. Radio only on HD. This is Ntate Ngala, a.k.a. Ntate Nakala, again, for those who don't want to take the time to dive into my language. But let me pause for a moment in case you do want to dive into my language. Um, it is Ntate Ngala. This is just simply spelled N-T-A-T-E. Now, if you can imagine, I've had some folks tell me that is uh, Nate, but it's misspelled with an extra T. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, today, we're going to be talking a little bit of pickup from the last time we were together. Uh, and I, last time we were together was a good conversation around investing in yourself, investing in others, and allowing others to invest in you. And it was something that I mentioned in that last bit, which was feel free to invest in yourself by reading. And sometimes it could be a book, sometimes it could be as cheesy and as, uh, as modern as reading a simple meme. Um, so I thought of something that I saw, which is uh, to remember where you come from is a part of where you're going. To remember where you come from is a part of where you're going. I come from South Africa. This is no secret. Everybody knows this. I was born and raised in South Africa. Beautiful country filled with a lot of history, promising future, needs a lot of love and a lot of focus and discipline. And uh, I now live in New Hampshire. And my goodness, what a huge contrast. All the way from sunny skies of Durban. It's beautiful. Durban's got palm trees, by the way, which is very surprising to some people. Um, sort of reminds me, if you ever been to Miami Beach, um, we actually have an area called South Beach, just like South Beach here in Miami. So these things come to me. I remember these things. I think about these things. Um, and they mean a lot. They mean a lot when I travel and I see different places. And I think about where it is that I come from. And I think about the beauty that it's filled with. But I also think of the darkness. And I think of the things that that scared me as a child. Yes, every child does get scared and every man shouldn't be afraid to admit that they were once scared. And I think about those things and they empower me. They give me the strength to say, wait, how much have I overcome? Wait, whoever knew that 
I one day would be sitting in America and being able to share the word with some folks, being able to um, invest in other people, being able to interview people that have so much net worth, I couldn't even say it in public. Um, that's part of the reflection. It's remembering where I come from because that allows me to say, I can go further. I can go further. I will go further. And as I dive deep into this quote, to remember where you come from is a part of where you're going. The challenging and the reality is some people don't know where they come from. Um, they are very founded and well-grounded in where they are going. But for whatever reason, it could be just simply because maybe you were adopted so you don't have your family history. Um, maybe something really tough happened in, in your childhood um, and you've blocked that part of your way and now you are more so focused on where you're going. Uh, it's challenging. It could be very challenging. My father uh, in South Africa back in 1980-something, this is deep rooted times of apartheid which was simply uh in in american would call that division racism bigotry whatever you want to call it my father was able to put himself through college and become an attorney he spoke eight languages um during a very tough time and i think about these things because there's a part of where i come from now my father passed away when i was 13 uh, 12 years old rather going on 13 but i often reflect to what he would think of his son and where he is now. I didn't take the path that he probably wanted me to, which was also become an attorney. Um, although I can argue a very good case at times. Um, but it's a journey. My mother is a pastor. Um, that is a part of where I come from because I do have that want to preach mentality. Want to see somebody overcome obstacles. Um, want to see somebody celebrate the goodness and bring out the gifts that they have in them. And again, South Africa is where I come from. But then when you expand it further, Africa is where I come from. A continent that has so many different countries and has such possibilities and such great resources. Um, and then I fast forward to once I've moved to New Hampshire. Part of where I also come from is New Hampshire. So we have this thing that we say back home is from Mzansi to the world. Mzansi just means down, right? So when you think of down south, dirty south or whatever it is. Um, so from Mzansi to the world, that's usually a quote that is shared with people who are looking to travel and explore the world. Um, there's nothing wrong with staying home. Um, your home base always maybe needs somebody to be there uh, to continue the traditions and share the great stories that your town, your neighborhood, your city, your rural area, whatever it may be. But to get out and get a chance to actually explore, maybe the next city over and maybe save a little bit extra and then it's the next town, the next state or whatever it is. Um, it, it really does a lot. And so when I think of my home now being New Hampshire, how do I then keep remembering that to inspire where I'm going? Because it's not going to stop just on the East Coast. My goodness, it's now reaching all the way to Montana and it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's an international movement to think about where we come from. Nowadays, you have online capabilities to submit some of your DNA, whatever it may be, and they will try to determine where you come from. What is your what is your background? I find it to be very interesting because more and more in modern days, people are interested about this is what makes up my DNA. And I will just put a quote. Most people find out that they have some type of African blood in them. So when we think about where we are going as a society, whether you are left, right, whether you are straight, uh, whether you are part of the LGBTQ community, whether you are Christian or you are atheist, we are all part of one society. We are all looking to go forward. 
And goodness gracious, if one thing is guaranteed is that we will all one day meet our maker, which means that we'll no longer be on this earth. So we have to remember where we come from, from a very young age of needing and being dependent on others, to then all of a sudden gaining your independence, to then all of a sudden, whether you start a family, whether you start a brotherhood, sisterhood, to eventually becoming older again. This is all a part of the journey that we are taking. And it ties into the last segment that we talked about, investing in other people, investing in yourself and allowing others to invest in you. So now it makes me think about going forward as a society. What is it that, what, what is it that we can do? What should we be doing? I think to myself, and when I share with my partners um, here at Umbani Radio is we need to come up with ideas. We need to write these ideas down. We need to use our gifts and talents. And we need to challenge each other. Don't be a yes sir, yes ma'am type of person. But at the same time, don't be the naysayer, always negative and saying, oh, that's, oh my goodness. You know that one friend that's like, that's just, that will never happen, man. You're dreaming. Um, because that means all the, 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 the big entrepreneurs we know nowadays, they wouldn't be where they are. They are where they are right now because they took time to reflect upon where they come from. And sometimes it's, I never want to go back where I came from because it was a dark place. Sometimes is I wanna work so hard and go back to where I come from so I can help fix the schools, help fix the, the hospitals and the roads and so forth. It is all a journey. They say life is a marathon and not a sprint. That is absolutely true. Cause if it was a sprint, I think a lot of us would be exhausted and out of breath by the time we hit nine years old or something, who knows? So this opportunity, this platform allows me to share just some of the insights that I've received. It is a blessing to be able to leave one continent, struggle through adapting in another continent, and learn the ways, embrace the culture, but not forget your own culture and share. Because what is America really made of if it's not made of people coming from different parts of the world, sharing their cultures, sharing their dreams, seeing them come to fruition and create a better opportunity for the future that will come. We all have a responsibility, good people, and this responsibility is very simple. Remember where we come from because it is a part of where we are going as the world. I'm blessed to have the stage. I'm always thankful. Thankful to our partners and everybody that helps us out. It's a beautiful thing. There's always more things we're going to talk about. So time as we listen. Thank you and take care. Oh, yeah, oh,
Ridiculous and affordable. They can. 